one thing that, you know, we all, all have seen over the past, I'd say, five years, but especially, you know, after George Floyd, is that at the top of consciousness is DEI, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And me working side by side with you in the work and just me knowing you and the things that you've taught me, there's this other aspect of the work that we have to look at. And that what you have introduced to me is social justice work. Could you explain a little bit the difference between this, the buzzword or the buzz concept of DEI work and then social justice as a as a different approach to doing the work that we that we need to do to include more people and give access to the, the information that is so valuable to the growth of our society that's a great question jay and and for me it really was a process over time of unpacking really what we're talking about and uh, you know to make sure I could be most effective in affecting change for people. And so, you know, early on in kind of the DEI work, people were just talking about diversity. You know, where are the people? You know, we need X number of these and X number of these at the table. And that is important. But you also need to ask questions. Oh, well, but whose voice is, has, has value? Is it, is it enough just that you've got a seat at the table? You can have a seat at the table and have no power, no influence, and just be tokenized. And so while diversity is important, issues of inclusion are important. Do you feel welcome? Do you have a sense of place? And the analysis of issues of equity are really important too, because you know, again, you can have a warm and fuzzy environment and still have a significant lack of equity. What, what are we looking at in terms of pay equity? Are we looking at the ways in which policies, policies might disproportionately impact one community over another in negative ways? Things like in higher ed, standardized tests. You know, why do colleges still require, most colleges still require SATs or ACTs, when all of the people in education and in psychology who created those tests already know they're not a, a, a good predictor of um, college success for college students, yet colleges keep using them. You know, to me, that's an equity issue. So for me, diversity, equity, and inclusion looks at higher ed as a system that currently exists and then seeks to look at ways that we might make some adjustments to make it less harmful for students, for those students for whom it wasn't designed. So it's kind of a harm reduction model. Let's try to reduce harm. And that's important. We want to reduce harm. I don't want young people going through college suffering because they should be, you know, it should be the most vibrant time of their lives to be able to explore and experiment and do all that stuff and not have to worry about, are they going to be microaggressed, uh, you know, in class today? And so that's good, but it's not sufficient because colleges exist 
within the same, within a culture, within a sociocultural context where systemic oppression and structural violence persist. And those colleges are part of the machine that perpetuates that stuff. So to me, the social justice work moves us beyond simply addressing micro changes on the fringe of the college and suggests that college as we know it needs to be transformed or society needs to be transformed. And so, you know, certainly after the uh, George Floyd's murder, we heard a lot of people talking about um, abolition and the abolition of police, the abolition of uh, prison industrial complex, abolition of educational industrial complex, nonprofit industrial complex, and so on and so forth. And people were like, what do you mean abolition? You're just going to throw out all those structures? And people who are actually deeply embedded in abolitionist work and study and analysis are talking about reimagining what education could look like, reimagining how we keep communities safe, you know, allocating resources in a manner that actually serves the people, not the structures. And so for me, social justice in an educational setting moves us closer to thinking about the transformation of educational settings in order to create just experiences and outcomes for students. And so all of those things, the DEI is important and we keep doing it while we're also looking for bigger structural change. That's to me is essential. Other than that, as um, Sarah Ahmed says, that we're creating paper, DEI folks can be create, unintentionally creating paper, strategic plans, action plans that provide cover for institutions of higher education to look like they're doing something when in fact, most of it is window dressing. And so how do we move them from that, you know, that story that they're creating about what they're doing to actually considering profound change that will make education more um, liberatory for everybody. Mm. And so to that was talk about gems, goodness gracious. So what I gather from that in its simplest form, DI feels like in many ways in the educational context, damage control and social justice in the educational context is a reimagination and transformation of the institutional structures that we sort of are embedded in day to day. Did I get Absolutely. did I did I get you, that? You got it. You got it, Jay. You got awesome. it. Awesome. Awesome. That's it. That's exactly right. Damage control all the way. Oops, those people aren't graduating at the rate they should. We'll build a program. So they're building a program, but, and you should, because the program's good, but can you change higher ed so we don't need a program? (laughs) Can you make that the program is what the whole educational context is? You know, that's where the fire is, you know? So, you know, 
Why shouldn't, why shouldn't this little program that we build over here actually be how a department functions? Right. And so what do we do? What, what do we do when I say we, those who experience or have the opportunity or the privilege in some ways to even be what in this, in this aspect in higher education, what can we do from, from students, faculty and administrators, staff and administrators, what can we do to move towards social justice just in our day to day, even if we don't have positions of power, if we're not a VP or we're not a president, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, a black man trying to get my degree, but I definitely want a more socially just educational experience. What, what can I do? And then how does that sort of permeate the faculty and staff to want to do the same? Yeah, I, I think the, the, the shortest answer I can think of the most precise is to speak your truth mm. of experience and to speak your truth to power, wherever that may be. Because in your speaking the truth, it may not change what, you know, those five layers of administrators think, but it might allow the person next to you to, to feel the power in that truth telling. And then they speak their truth. Thanks for listening. For more amazing content and episode updates, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and the Dr. J's Office Hours YouTube channel. Also, if you like notes from this episode and more, head over to drjaewilliams.com and download Dr. J's Gems. The notes include a breakdown of the conversation, key concepts, and helpful resources exclusively for my Office Hours fam. So come through. You never know. You just might learn something new. And remember, you are what you've been waiting for. Talk to you soon. Peace.